Welcome to the Spheres of Spirit with Natsy Myers, aka the Lady of the Light. Natsy will discuss the everyday magic and wisdom of spirit which surrounds each of us, waiting to be discovered. She will share some of her remarkable orb photos, proving that our angels, guides, loved ones in spirit, and even pets surround us and guide us in our physical world. During this episode, Nancy will discuss one of the many spheres or aspects of spirit available to us based on her orb photography. She will also share a special channeled message from her guide, Leonini, and do an oracle card reading to help guide you along your personal spiritual adventure. And now, here is your host, orb photographer, author, medium, and speaker, Nancy Myers. Hi there, welcome, and thank you for joining me on the premiere episode of The Spheres of Spirit. And this is where I will discuss the everyday magic and wisdom of the spirit world that literally surrounds us. I'm so delighted to be able to talk with you about this. However, let's start at the beginning. Let me tell you how all this started for me. It all started with a phone call at six o'clock in the morning on January 19th, 2010. I answered that phone call and it was my sister-in-law on the other end informing me that my only son, Robbie, had unexpectedly passed during the night while visiting them out of state. I was devastated, of course, and I don't remember a whole lot after that that day was a blur. And I'll get into more at a later date about his contact with me immediately, but not today. People ask me how or why did Robbie pass? And I'll just tell you it was a perfect storm. It was a perfect storm of illness, medicines, and his heart. Um, I, I had to stop and look at my husband and, and, and say to him, why? Why did this happen? Where did he go? And I asked that question, where did he go? Because in my heart, I always believed in what I call life after life. So I knew Robbie existed on some level in some form but I didn't know much about it. So his passing literally jump-started my spiritual journey for the need or because of the need to find out what happened to my son. I started taking classes. I started reading books um, because I wanted to know and learn more. First of all, did he suffer? Am I ever going to hear from him again? And of course, can I talk to him? I did have a premonition of his passing, but again, I will get into that in a later episode. So when Robbie was here, um, he died two days before his 28th birthday. And when he was here, um, he used to make fun of me for watching the spiritual shows. If you remember the John Edwards and the uh, James Von Prague and 
and he is he and his father used to laugh at me and uh but i believed that mediums could talk to spirit on the other side i called it so one of the first things that i wanted to do was to go find a medium i of course had never been to a medium i didn't know who to go to but just like everything on this journey i was guided i was guided to find this medium and i was sitting in the audience scared to death and i'm thinking well, what if she doesn't call on me? And then I would sit there frozen and go, oh my God, what if she does? Well, she did. And the message that she delivered to me was one of the most incredible messages to this day. She said to me, your son is here. But to get her attention, Robbie had sent in our big white shepherd who had died several years prior. And that was his dog. And very clever of him to do that, to get the medium's attention. And then she started talking to him and she looked at me and she said, do you know what orbs are? Nope. What are orbs? <laughs> and she said, well, they're lights that appear in your photographs. And your son is telling me that that's going to be your work together. He's saying that you will heal the souls on this side, and he will heal the souls on that side. I, for the life of me, could not imagine, first of all, ever capturing orbs, and second of all, how these spots in my photographs would help heal anybody. But you know what? My son said, Mom, this is our work. So I was bound and determined to find out more about it. So that's another reason why I read so many books and went to so many seminars and workshops. So I got my little digital camera and I started taking photos. I took the photos with the expectation that the orbs would appear. Intent is always important when you're dealing with the spiritual world. If I were to go in with the attitude, oh, I'm never going to get anything, guess what? I would have blocked it. But my son told me, Mom, this is the work we're going to do. So I expected them to show up. So what I find out, is that I need to leave my flash on because the orbs use the power of the flash to appear. I even leave the flash on during the day. This was all through trial and error. But as I progressed, I started getting these just small gray spots inside and outside. And I was absolutely thrilled. And I was so excited. So I take photos every day and I thank spirit and I ask spirit, can you show up? Can you show up? And they did. But then they had to move me to the next phase. And my next phase was the orb started to change. Now I'm going to tell you something about my orb photography because 
um, it's very important. People say sometimes, you know, orbs are just dust. And yes, sometimes they are. But I use the same camera. I just use a little Nikon um, Coolpix. And um, the camera always has the same setting and the same exposures and the flash is always on. So the camera didn't change. The orbs started changing. They became brighter colors. They started getting bigger. They started forming patterns on the inside. And I would look at these patterns and I said, I don't know what to do with this. What am I supposed to do with all these pictures? Well, I remembered that when Robbie was little, and this is how spirit works and prepares us for our journey, for our life purpose, if you will. When Robbie was little, and Robbie was what you would call an old soul, um, at a very young age, and I'm sure you you have children or grandchildren that you go, how did they know that? Where did they get that information? You know, why do I feel like I'm talking to a 40-year-old man and my grandson's three years old? Um, but I believe those are old souls. But anyway, when he was little, there was this book that came out, and it was called The Magic Eye Book. I don't know if you remember it, but it was a book, uh, and on the pages were patterns. And if you just looked at it at first, it just looked like, okay, it's a pattern. What about it? But if you were able to look at it in a certain way, 3D pictures would emerge. Well, I couldn't do it. And of course, Robbie did it first time. And I would sit there with him and I go, Robbie, I can't do this. I just can't do this. And he goes, mom, you have to do this. And I go, why do I have to? And he goes, because it's important. You have to do this. And his words echoed in my mind when I started looking at the pictures of the orbs. And I would enlarge them and study them. And I would, what Robbie calls, refocus my focus. And then images and patterns um, even faces started popping out in the orbs. So was Robbie preparing me for my work, our work together, even at that very young age? Yeah, I think so. But anyway, let's go back to the orbs. So I mentioned that the orbs started coming in many different colors. And I wondered why. And one of my heroes, who is Nikola Tesla, a man before his time indeed, has a quote, and he says, if you wish to understand the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. As I study and read, I learn that everything in our world vibrates, even a rock. We might not see it or feel it because it's so slow, but it vibrates. Vibration produces frequency, and frequency produces color. We on this world 
can see certain colors because they they appear at cer- certain frequencies. And it goes from a, a lower vibrational color, which is red, up to a higher vibrational color right across the color spectrum up to indigo or blue. And it matches our chakra systems. So why do the orbs come in different colors? One of the reasons is to match our systems, but another reason is to convey messages. Still another reason is to let us know who they are. I'm asked all the time, what are orbs? And if I have to answer in one word, I would say energy. Orbs ultimately at the very foundation are energy. So Albert Einstein said, energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. Is that what happened to my son? Did he change from one form to another? If we have a body and there's no energy in it, it's not animated. The soul, the energy, the essence has left. It doesn't go away. It's still there. I hear a lot of people that say, and with good meaning intention. And when they hear that my son had crossed, I'm sorry for your loss. And I appreciated the love and comfort they were trying to offer me. But I have to tell you, I didn't lose him. He's right here. He's right by me. And I have pictures of orbs where he's on my shoulder or on my forehead or around his dad. But he vibrates at a much higher frequency. So Albert Einstein also said, matter is energy. Energy is light. We are all light beings. That's why it's so important to know and understand that the orbs are first and foremost light. And why light is so important. The orbs are always around us. But now with our technology, we can see them. People ask me also, have you seen orbs with your eyes or do you always just depend on the camera? Well, both. Um, I have seen the orbs with my eyes a couple of times, maybe five. Uh, But most of the time it's with my camera. And it's knowing that they're right there or that if I call them in, that they will appear. I have, over the years, developed a relationship with orbs. I go out into my backyard almost every night, weather permitting. I do not take pictures in the rain or the wind or the snow. And I invite the orbs to come in. I ask them to come from the highest good and for the highest good. And they don't let me down. There they are. And at the end of my session, I always send gratitude. 
They want us to know that they are there. So I'm going to um, tell you, we talk about magic on this show. And magic, according to Dr. Seuss, if we can bring up that slide. So while this slide is coming up, I'm going to share, tell you that I'm going to share some of my orb photos uh, during this uh, podcast. Um, and you'll see this one has been matched up to a quote. And I do that after looking at the orbs and trying to determine what it is they're trying to tell me. So they will guide me to just the right quote for that orb. And these orb pictures, if you are listening on uh, a podcast and not able to see this on the video, you can always go to my website, which is theorbconnection.com, and the pictures will be on there under the tab that says uh, the show and episode one in this instance. So for those just listening, what we're looking at is a beautiful pale green orb. And what the quote is that I put next to it, it says, um, open your eyes because the best, you can't see the best things if you keep your eyes shut. And that was Dr. Seuss. So magic is around us, um, but we have to learn to look at it with our spiritual eyes. Again, I go back to refocus our focus. The magic is right here. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the types of orbs and how my orbs progressed. As I said, they first started out as little gray dots and then the colors, and then they started to change. And if you go to my website, you will see, and these are names that I came up with. By the way, I'm a mom without any initials after my name. I'm an orb photographer. I, I do this work because my son has asked me. So if you listen to my show and I say something and it doesn't resonate with you, please let it go. But if it does, then that's wonderful. You were meant to hear that. So anyway, you'll see orbs, um, and, and I've classified them on my website. Some I call um, uh, the crown jewel orbs. I love those. Now, those orbs, by the way, again, my backyard, same camera, they only appeared for about six months, and then they went away. They were magical. There's moving orbs that I've captured. Sometimes the orbs move and they move so fast that they create a blur in the photograph. There's a book um, that helped me with the orbs. Um, it was called The Orb Project. Um, I think it's Michael Ledwith and um, Mr. Henneman. And when this first started happening, they actually used film and did research and proved that orbs, in fact, were not just dust because they took pictures in a dust-free room and were still getting orbs. But um, what I found, oh, and so what they said was they found that the orbs move at about, I think they quoted about 600 miles a second. <laughs> so they move quite fast. They can move and make symbols. 
they can appear in certain uh, parts of the photo to bring forth a message. Some of the other orbs um, that I talk about um, are white orbs. And white orbs that I capture, I call these my, they're like orbs of brilliance. It's not that they're bright, but there's a brilliance to them. And I'm going to talk about, okay, and also I have captured probably colors from the whole spectrum of the rainbow. And if we can bring up the um, next slide, please. So on that one side, you'll see that person sitting down and the, the, the lights representing the chakras. For those of you who don't know, chakras are the seven major energy centers of our body. And um, on the other side, my right, maybe it's your left, um, are actual orbs that I've captured just to show you the range of colors um, that I've, I've captured. But more importantly, again, why? Orbs can be healers. They, they will resonate with our heart chakra, with our psychic chakra, if they're trying to help us with our intuition, with our root chakra, which is the red chakra, which is helping us to stay grounded, or the highest one, which is the purple, the indigo, which is our third eye, if they're helping us to open up to our spiritual path. Now, one thing above that one is the angels or the brilliance, the white, that's above the crown chakra. It's not in that picture, but those are the types of orbs that I, that I capture. I do want to tell you also, um, I want to talk about a friend of mine who had a near-death experience. And you'll see this or hear this if you read the story. A lot of people that actually near death means that they have passed or were clinically dead for a, a very short amount of time and came back into their body. Um, one of the things that they... Mm, always talk about is that the colors there are so much more vivid and they're colors that they've never seen before. But that's because of the rate of vibration. The rate of vibration on the other side is much faster. Ours, we live in a dense world. So our rate of vibration is lower and we can only see um, those colors uh, that, that are in that spectrum. So anyway, my friend passed and she came back and one day we had lunch and, and I'm sitting across from her and she keeps waving her hand in front of my face. And I said, Erica, what are you doing? She said, Nancy, there are so many orbs around you. I can't see your face. Well, that made me laugh, but it was so confirming um, because I said, what are they doing, Erica? And she said, oh my gosh, they're flying in your aura, they're flying in your ears, in your mouth, in your nose, through your head. And again, this was so confirming because I knew that the orbs were messengers. That's another one of their purposes. They come here. Have you ever been sitting or meditating and you think, oh, that's a great idea? Or that's just what I was asking for. That's the answer to my prayer. Well, where do you think that inspiration came from? <laughs> it's the orbs. 
<laughs> so they are messengers. So they also are healers. Um, I, I do demonstrations and talks on orbs. And I will go around and, and um, take pictures of, of a lot of the participants in the audience. And sometimes there's orbs on them in certain areas. And I will know because now I can communicate a little bit with the orbs. And I will tell you this one quick story. Um, I had a picture of a woman and, and um, I was having a really hard time capturing an orb, which is so unlike spirit. They never leave me hanging. And I, I finally zoomed in on the picture and there was this tiny little orb on the ring of her finger. And I said, there's a very small orb on the ring of your finger. Do you know why? And she burst into tears and she said, yes. She said, that ring I just picked up and I had it made from my daughter's ashes. So her daughter was coming in to tell her not only, mom, I love you, I, but I'm aware of what you did. So that, that, that picture, that well-placed orb, again, serves as a messenger. So on another place, um, I took a picture of this woman, and she had a, a green orb on her shoulder. Now, green can be heart chakra, but can also be mm, a healing energy being sent to us. And this orb, and I said, you have this orb, but it's right here. Are you having trouble with that shoulder? And she said, I am. So she prayed and asked for healing and spirit responded. So orbs can be messengers. Orbs can be energy. Orbs can be our loved ones in spirit. Orbs can be divine beings. Orbs can be our pets. I've captured many pets in orbs, and we're going to have a segment on that in the future. Um, but one thing, sometimes I hear people who, who take orb photography, and they'll say, orbs are just this, or orbs are just that. Um, they are, but there's so much more. Spirit has told me that even with all the work recently that we've done in, in, this, in working with spirit, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Now, I'm going to take a little break here. And when I come back, I'm going to read a message from my guide and we'll talk more about the purpose of orbs. Ohm Times TV. Imagine becoming a super influencer. Reinvent yourself, invest in your brand, and then manifest your success with a robust spheric approach. Ohm Times Media and Broadcasting offers a unique and multifaceted way to become the spiritual and conscious influencer you deserve to be by putting your message across our powerful platform with its proven record of integrity and excellence. Through our produced shows, Own Times offers the opportunity to become a social media TV personality, a radio show host, an Own Times magazine columnist, and a syndicated podcaster, all in one shot. By live streaming your show on Ohm Times TV and broadcasting it across the extensive Ohm Times radio and TV networks, you become more than a host. You become an ambassador and a force for positive change. Ohm Times, open yourself to the possibilities. 
I first saw Turtle, my heart was full. Not anything but lonely. We had this like deep connection, this heart connection. He just wants to be close to you and part of your life. Every day with Turtle is a perfect day. When I'm holding her, it makes me feel calmer. I think everything he does shows how much he loves us. When we adopt a shelter pet, we discover they're a little bit of a lot of things. But they're all pure, pure love. love. And welcome back. One of my friends said I need to smile more, so I will smile. <laughs> um, I Again, as a reminder, you should be able to send a comment during the show, and I will try to answer it. Um, I did have a question. Do you think orbs are dimensional beings? I think orbs are indeed anything that, that's possible. Um, one of my favorite quotes is from the late Wayne Dyer. And Wayne Dyer was a spiritual teacher and amazing author. And he used to say, and I've, um, I've grabbed onto this because it explains so much. Um, we all, most of us are familiar with a verse in the Bible that says, with God, all things are possible. And Wayne Dyer added, what does that leave out? So do I think they are, could be dimensional beings? Absolutely. Technically. Angels are dimensional beings. Angels are beings that have never incarnated here is my understanding, even though they can appear as humans if they need to. So um, I think that that is highly possible. Now, if we could get the slide up from um, the next slide. Okay, so we talked about orbs as messengers. and. This is a quote from Sir William Bragg. And this is one of my favorite um, orbs uh, for those of you listening. It's a bright blue orb with uh, like blue lines and circles on the inside. It's quite stunning. And I call these orbs my planet orbs because it reminds me of the planet Jupiter. Again, just names that I've attached to them. But Sir William Bragg said, light brings us the news of the universe. And that's exactly what the orbs are doing. I had asked my son. Now, you have to remember, in the photographs, the orbs are flattened out. But they're not. They are spheres. They're round. They're, they're globes. And I asked my son once, and I will get into my communication with my son in, in later episodes, um, why are orbs round? And my son answered, because it's the most efficient way to go between dimensions. So we are in fact hearing from higher dimensions. I'm not so sure I like higher and lower dimensions, but we are hearing from other dimensions, more evolved maybe. Okay, so I promised you that I would read a, um, an, a message from my guide, Leonini, and I will spend, uh, again, I, I have so much to talk to you about, but I have to do it one at a time. And um, so today I'm just going to say that my guide, who I channel, um, gives amazing messages. And hopefully I will do a live channel on a future show. But for today, I wanted to read you a message that she gave me about colors. She said, the colors of the rainbow do not happen by chance. 
Nothing happens by chance. The colors appear when a ray of light is split, as if put through a glass prism. It is no coincidence that these colors are a perfect match to the energy centers of your bodies. Why would your body's energy centers or chakras contain all of the colors of the rainbow? Because you are light. You come from light. You come from the highest source of light. Upon entering this earth plane, you come through a prism of sorts. And it separates your light and creates your body. You have heard the term, let your light shine. But did you know that the power of your light is increased through your actions that are motivated, motivated by love and generosity? Show your inner rainbow. It will light the way for others who are in darkness. Rainbows can be fleeting. And so, too, your earthly existence. When the body can no longer be maintained, you will all, once again, return to that single ray of light to source. So that's a reminder that we all come from the perfect spark. We all are perfect souls on the inside. And what's important is love. At the end of this, I will tell you, what Leonini just told me this morning, and it was I channeled her with the intent for this opening show, and I will share that with you in a little bit. So I wanted to talk about um, orbs on significant dates, uh, on places. One thing I will tell you, spirit is not willy-nilly. Spirit doesn't waste a thing. Everything that they do and say has meaning. So because it's very hard for them, or I shouldn't say that, it takes a lot of work for them to come and into our world. So they make the most of it. So here's what the orbs do. The orbs use location in the photo. The orbs used color in the photo. The orbs use size in the photo. I have photos of me where the orb it completely engulfs me. So the orbs come in with a message um, in many ways. Even when they appear is important on what date. I told you that um, orbs can sometimes come in with faces. I have faces... Um, I've captured my dad. He's a big ham. He comes in all the time. My son has only come in twice. And I asked him why. And he said, it's because it, it's too painful for you, mom. But I know when Robbie's around because he told me his color is teal. So he'll show me his teal color. So that's letting me know that he's with me. But I've also captured many celebrities or famous people or people from the past. And we will, we will get into that at a later date too. But I'll just kind of put this teaser out. The date that they appear um, is significant. Um, I had someone appear in an orb and it was a friend from, oh gosh, decades ago that had passed. And when I looked at it, I told my husband, hey, this is Phil. 
And then I realized he appeared on his birthday. So um, dates are important. So I'm watching the clock here to make sure that I have enough time because I do want to pull a card for you too. I am an, a certified angel card reader and I've been doing that for about 10 years. And I thought since we're on this journey together that we would, um, that I would give you a, a quick card reading. Let's do that now. Let's do that. Why not? Why not right now? So the deck that I chose is called Sacred Journey. And that's exactly what we're doing. Um, I hope to take you along on my journey to let you know that you too can touch this magic. They say that magic is just science that we don't understand yet. And I have to go back to um, the magi. And the magi, that word means magician. The magi weren't kings from the Orient, they were what they called seers and prophesizers, and they didn't know what to say, so they were magic, magicians. So the magic is all around us, and science and spirituality and the understanding are gradually coming together. There will be an explanation for it, but until we understand everything, then we just refer to it as magic. And I have to tell you, it's each discovery is so exciting. It's, it's, um, I think when we humans get into trouble is when we say, oh, I know everything. I know just, I don't need to learn anything else. And that goes back to what I was saying. Spirit is telling me, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more magic waiting for you. And it's, it's like I get up every day and I've been doing this for 10, 12 years now. And every day they show me something new. When we open our eyes, when we are willing to see, when we are willing to knock down those barriers, those limitations, those preconceived ideas, it's amazing what we will be able to see and touch and learn. So, on that note, let me draw a card really quick. And again, for those of you that are listening, I will do my best to describe the card. I am doing this with the intent that this is a general message for everyone who is either on their spiritual journey or is finally going to start. And I have to tell you, when you start on your spiritual journey, and you don't try to drive the bus, and you, you sit in the back and let spirit drive, the things will fall in place, and you will be gently guided. So it's, it's, a, it's a different kind of faith, but it's a wonderful faith, and it's a trust. Okay, so here's the card. Ha, I love this. So the first card I can show my audience here. And it's a beautiful card. It says grounding. And what a great card for the beginning, because as above, so below, you have probably heard that term. Well, what does that mean? It means for this explanation, the deeper we go here on earth, we ground, we root, 
the higher we can reach because we are anchored as above, so below. And that goes back to our red root chakra. Our red root chakra, just as it's called the root, grounds us. So if you sit in meditation, send that root that it's like you grow it a root right out of the bottom of your spine, all the way down to Mother Earth. Mother Earth is a living being and she helps us. She helps us to um, heal, to transmute any negative energy. This picture on this card shows a young lady sitting under a tree by the water. She's leaning against the tree and there's beautiful colors and grass. That is nature. That is what grounds us. When we are truly grounded is when we are on a, um, a, a stable and um, easy path to learn more. I have to tell you, doing this work, it's fun to live up high. It really is. But we are here for a purpose. We are human. We need to be in our human bodies. So we need to ground. We need to be connected to our mother, to our mother earth. So if you don't, please sit under a tree, walk outside, sit in meditation, send that root chakra down. And it's very important. It says the message, go deep and explore your roots. We have to do a lot of inner work on ourselves complete our healing, complete our forgiveness, complete our letting go of, of preconceived ideas like I talked about earlier, become a clean, sh uh, clean slate. And then when we start on this spiritual path, we are ready to receive. So what a wonderful card to start this out. So there you go. So I will pull one for you um, on each of my shows which are the second and fourth Thursday of the month. So <clears throat> I wanted to tell you, um, let's wrap up the uh, why the orbs are here. Why are they here? The orbs are here to inspire, to heal and guide us, to reassure us. Who are the orbs? They are loved ones, divine beings, and even pets. They are angels and messengers. So why now? Spirit loves our technology. Everything, it vibrates. Um, and when spirit comes in, they can interface easily with our technology. There's a lot of times when I take a picture and spirit will literally take my camera out of focus and show up in an unusual picture. So why now do they appear? Because they can. They have always been with us. Their select few have always been with us. I'm excuse me. A select few has always been able to see the orbs, but now everybody can. We live in an exciting time because so much is being revealed to us. There are so many people ready to open their eyes and explore other possibilities of the purpose of life. One of the best gifts my son has ever given me, even though he passed on the other side, was to take away 
the fear of death and to know exactly what's going to happen when I do cross? Those are two big questions that we as human humans uh, fight with or, or, or think about a lot. And Robbie has come in to tell me, and that's why my book is called Entering the Light Fantastic, Discovering Life After Life Through Orbs. And when that burden, that fear is taken away from us, it frees us up. It frees us to then learn more, to make our connection to spirit, to source even stronger. So here's what Leonini said to me um, in my meditation this morning. And I asked her, I'm going to get it here on the piece of paper so I don't mess it up. I asked her, could I have a message for the audience today on the first show? And this is what she said. She said, the coldness of your world can sometimes frost over the window of your spiritual vision, vision, excuse me, let me start again. The coldness of your world can sometimes frost over the window of your mind, obscuring your spiritual vision. However, this frost can be removed with the warmth of your heart, revealing the wonders surrounding you. That's a pretty powerful message because what she's saying is, don't let the denseness, don't let sometimes the heartache or, or the trouble that you see fog over or, or think, make you think that that's all there is. It's not. But what Leonini also tells me over and over and over again, it's with the power of love. It is the power of love and not just to love the lovable. That's easy. It's to love those that need it most. We are here, those of us on our spiritual path, to uh, one of our purposes is to lift others, to heal others. And, and to ensure or to help them to know that there are, there's much more to our existence, to who we are. And if we get caught in grief or we get caught in tragedy, um, we can't go forward. My son, when he first crossed, he came to me, even helped me write his eulogy, which I delivered at his service. And of course, it had to have humor in it. But he did not want me to get stuck at that vibration. And so he want because he wanted me to be able to move past, to say, mom, we agreed on this. This was our life contract and we need to help others. And I'll tell you one quick story about that. I went to a uh, convention. It was called, um, uh, it's a convention about uh, or for parents who have lost children. And um, I got there and, and all the workshops were going on. So I just waited in the hallway until the doors opened. I didn't want to disturb any meeting. And I was taking pictures, of course, like I do. I can be very annoying sometimes. But um, I'm taking pictures of the hallway and everything. And I'm thinking, oh, there should be so many orbs here. All these parents lost children. And not one orb. 
not one orb in the hallways. And I, I, I couldn't understand what was going on. Well, then the doors open and the parents started coming out and I took pictures and the orbs were literally attached to each parent. So I picked out a few people that appeared um, in the photos and I went up to this one woman and I said, excuse me. And I introduced myself and I told her what it was that I do. And I said, would you like to see the picture? And she said, yes. And I said, here it is. And it's pink. I said, do you have a daughter in spirit? And she said, I do. And she burst into tears. And I said, well, she's still with you. And, and she wants to send you love. And through her tears, she said, I knew it. I knew it. And I felt bad. Her pain was so raw and so real and felt fresh. And I said, can I ask you how long it's been since your daughter passed? She said, 14 years. And I went, oh, so what I was hoping to do was to lift her out of that, out of that vibration and into a path of healing. That's why I do this work. That's why I take these pictures. You know, you'll hear the term, raise your vibration. If you raise your vibration, you can connect with spirit more easily. I didn't, for the life of me, understand when I first started on this path, what the heck? How do I raise my vibration? I don't have any dials. I don't know what to do. And everybody would say, well, drop down into your heart in, in the meditation. That still didn't make sense to me. But what I finally figured out was when you want to raise your vibration, you do it through love. You do it through compassion. You do it from not being judgmental or separating yourself or it, having an us and them kind of attitude. And it's not easy to do. I'm, I'm human. I'm perfect. But I, it's something that I strive. And that's what spirit asks us to do. Just keep trying. Just know and we will help you. We will help you along the way. Now, I know I'm coming up here pretty quick to the end. So I just wanted to tell you that um, my next, my next, um, oh, <laughs> I forgot my slide. <laughs> Could we bring up that last slide? So it says, it is our privilege and our adventure to discover our own special light. That's our purpose. It is to discover who we truly are, what kind of being we are, to reconnect with the souls. That is our purpose. And I love this, this orb that I'm showing you. And, and for those of you, again, you can go to my website and see these pictures that I've shared with you today. This is one of the orbs that one of my favorite, and I call this the crown jewels because it almost looks faceted. It almost looks like it's been cut so that you can see the light even better. So I have so much to share with you. Um, but next time, I'm going to talk about signs, how we get them, how we recognize them. What are the signs and why are they sent to us?
Um, the next show will be the fourth Thursday of this month. Again, if you could not contact me during the show, you can write to me at uh, the orb connection, all one word at gmail.com, or you can write to me through my website. Uh, I have a contact page. So I do hope that you found um, this time with me enlightening, <laughs> no pun intended. And I want to thank you for your time today. And it is my sincere wish that you found value in sharing it with me today. I always want to wish everybody that they have a magical time. And I want to remind you that if you want to take orb pictures, the whole purpose of this podcast that my son asked me to do, by the way, is to let everybody know that you too can do this. I was not a medium. I was not a channel. I was not an orb photographer. I was not an intuitive until I made the effort to develop that. Sure, there are going to be people who have um, heightened gifts, but we all have the ability to reach out and connect with spirit, to reach out and connect with our guides, to reach out and touch our angels. We all have guardian angels, and we are going to talk about the angels, who they are, how do you get to know them. Um, I even have parking angels, <laughs> but we'll go into that later. So the purpose of my podcast is to let you know, I am no one special, but I have, as you, special gifts, and we just need to unpack them. I mentioned that my dear friend Erica, who had a near-death experience, uh, came back and she was telling me one of the visions that she saw on the other side. And she said she was brought into a room and it was shelves upon shelves upon shelves that went into eternity. And on each shelf was a wrapped uh, a box and every box was different. And it was because each of us and each of our gifts are our own. So unpack your box. It's within your reach. Discover your personal gifts that has been bestowed upon you by spirit. It's an amazing adventure. I hope you continue along with me. I'm so excited to do this. And I really want to thank you. Again, please, if you're interested in my books, you can go to Amazon, Entering the Light Fantastic. And um, I thank you for your support, for your kind words. Thank you. Uh, I see all the um, all my wonderful uh, support group on the side sending me love. I appreciate that, you guys. Thank you. And we'll see you next time.